We are back on the huge show across Michigan. I think Tom Izzo, head basketball coach at Michigan State, is standing by from the Breslin back in Michigan after that tough loss last night in the Sweet 16 to K-State. Coach, congrats on a heck of a season that nobody saw coming. Well, I think, Bill, it was, uh, you know, I don't know what kind of season it was. It was a strange season, and I'm not sure I did or didn't see it coming. I didn't know. So many things right now are so bizarre in college basketball. You know, did anybody see uh, Purdue being what they were, Penn State being what they were? So it's hard to figure out where our league was. And and yet, uh, I've always liked this team. I told you at the beginning, I didn't know how far they could go or what they could do, but the injuries uh, created a major problem for us. And uh, we got healthy, we got better, and... Uh, you know, made a little run, and in all honesty, really disappointed now because I do think uh, just the way it went, we were good enough to get to a Final Four, and unfortunately, I think there's this year there might be 30 teams good enough to get to a Final Four. It was such a bizarre year in college basketball with everybody trading players like their uh, trading cards. It was, uh, I think there were a lot of strange things that happened, but uh I was proud of the way we played. I didn't think we played our best game, especially defensively, but give them credit. They made some unbelievable plays, and and their kid uh, was, was special. You know, for a 5'7", 5'8", player, he, he sure did dominate a game. Yeah, Noel is uh, for a tournament. I'm trying to think like, you know, old school Kemba Walker or something that he just uh, well, took over. But your team... Well, yeah, go ahead, Coach. Say, ironically... Kimball Walker, if you remember, uh, when he led them, we got beat at the Garden in the Elite Eight by Kimball Walker. And you are right. I mean, he had a game that second half. We were eight or nine up. And he just kind of put them on their back. And he did it more with his scoring than his passing. This kid did it more with his passing than his scoring. But similar similar deal. You're, you're right on the money. Yeah, Noel with uh, 19 assists last night. You know, Tom, I, I kind of noticed early uh, the high scoring, and I said, okay, uh, if they're hitting their shots, that's okay. So the back and forth on the scoring. Uh, and then, you know, I'm watching my daughter's soccer game at Forest Hills Eastern, so uh, I said I wasn't going to look at my phone. I was going to DVR the game. I sat away from people initially, and then I couldn't do that. And so I'm... I uh, get done with their game. I sit in a lot, get, pull up uh, the game on my uh, mobile device, and I watch it. And, man, it was what Noel said afterwards and what I talked about in hour number one. It was like a Madison Square Garden old-school prize fight, Nick Celtics, yeah. Nick's Starks, Jordan Bulls, and you guys are going back and forth. And I know, you know, I hear in your voice, you, you, you don't like to lose any game. Uh, but, really, if you went back and said, okay, from a coaching perspective, not not players or defensive effort, because they they put a lot of miles in on their legs uh, through uh, the weekend in Columbus and to come back and play another physical game, travel to New York. I'm not making excuses, but you were there. You had shots to win it. You hit some free throws. Hauser, you know, second guesses himself on should have taken the shot. I don't know if there's a lot of coaching that you could second guess yourself with your staff today or on the flight back home where you would say, I would do things differently? Well, you know, I'd hope to cover the ball screens better than we did, but I don't know if we could with the personnel we had. And 
Um, you know, he made some plays. Uh, like you said, uh, Joey, poor kid, he's a 91% free throw shooter. He missed the front end of the one-on-one. Malik missed the one-shotter with a minute left. Um, uh, AJ, uh, you know, went 11 for 12 and missed one. And so you just think about the one he missed, you forget about the 11 he made. And But I think the game was lost because we just couldn't contain him. And, um, you know, Tyson did a pretty good job, and Jaden did a real good job. But they threw so many guys, and so we couldn't contain them because some guys that normally massage, he goes four for five from the three. You know, he hasn't made that many ever. And those of the, the peripheral people hurt us a little bit. They had another kid, number three, that, you know, Nissan or something, and he goes five for five, and he makes a three. He's only made a couple, and he made it at the end of the shot like just threw it up. They threw one up that banked in with a second left uh, falling down. You know, it it was one of those games, and uh, they made the plays, and we didn't, and they deserved to win. But I felt like it was a game we could have won, and that's going to bother me tomorrow watching, thinking that they're playing Florida and, and you know, FIU to go to a Final Four and – could have been awesome. FIU, FDU, FAU. We've had so many initial schools uh, in the tournament. Tom Izzo, head coach at Michigan State. Yeah, and that's the what I called the tournament hangover day that you turned around and it looked yeah. like Tennessee was in control of that Florida Atlantic game. And then Florida Atlantic, give them credit. And Tennessee had that physical game with Duke. They look like they lost their legs uh, in the last eight, ten minutes of that game, but it is the tournament. You were close. It was OT. You weren't embarrassed on the biggest stage in March Madness in the largest city in America. It was a historic venue in the Madison uh, Square Garden. And, yeah, second guessing. We all do it in sports. Trust me, I've been a Lions fan all my life. <laughs> well, you're right. And um, I, mean, I don't second guess everything. I just say... Uh, they made some shots and we didn't and, and I, I say that we shot 50 from the field and 52 or 3 from the 3 and 81 from the line we out rebounded them turnovers for touchdowns uh, you know was big 13 turnovers to 5 for them um, another big key is uh, points off turnovers it was 16 to 2 and uh, hard to overcome that yet we almost did and uh, you know I'm just going to eat you alive because you know, you get so many chances to get to a Final Four, and I think we had a good one. Yeah, and I look at uh, the box score that I talked about it in my opening huge opinion today, Tom. And Tom Izzo, head coach of Michigan State, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the huge show across Michigan. That I said, if you just looked at the box score, what well, you just said, the numbers shooting, free throws, yeah, maybe you'd like better 90% in a big game, but free throws, three-point shooting. You looked at your big four, Hauser, uh, AJ, I thought, had one of his best games uh, at, at point guard uh, for Michigan State. And he really came on, if there's a story at the end of the regular season in the tournament, it was AJ. But if you look at Malik, Joey, uh, Akins, uh, Hoggard into the 20s, you look at your shooting percentages and you don't see the final score, you would... You'd think we won. Yeah. And, and right, right, that's what I was going to say. You would think you would won the game. If you didn't look at the final score, I said that in hour one, you would have thought they won the game easily. Well, Tyson Walker had 18. And yet did not. Well, and then don't forget Tyson. Game, yeah. But, yeah. Right. So I mean, all that. You guys were in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. It just, you know, that shows you 
why I say this all the time, but every Super Bowl, they tell you about who's going to win, the team that runs the ball the best and doesn't turn it over. You know, and every once in a while you get a team that passes, but they're anomalies. And uh, yesterday, uh, you know, we didn't defend the ball as well as normal, and uh, the turnovers were for touchdowns. I mean, we had three complete turnovers that they laid it up. Well, they're going to shoot a higher percentage when you get those back doors and those layups. And, you know, we kind of had to earn ours more. So I thought we did enough offensively. We did enough on the boards. We did enough the free throw line. We just didn't do enough stopping those uh, backdoor cuts for layups or those turnovers for touchdowns. Well, Tom, uh, I'll let you go, buddy. It was a tournament run that a lot of people didn't see coming. You guys fought hard. I, I know we could slice it, dice it, break it down. And yeah. I know after yeah. some of the numbers I brought up and after talking to me, you probably get a hang up and throw your phone against the wall. Like, we we would be uh, a game away playing Florida Atlantic. And I'm not knocking anything away from Florida Atlantic. They got to the Elite Eight. But that was if you just hit a shot late in regulation or even in OT, you'd be one game away from going back to that Final Four in Houston. You were that close, but still, I'll look at the positives uh, on this tournament run. I'll look at the positives on this team because I go back to when I talked to you and I talked to the players back in October, and I always get a feel why I love doing our all-access shows every year, that I get a feel for this team or that the upcoming season, and you were spot on. And I could tell that team they loved each other. And you said yeah. that you like these guys, even beyond basketball. You just like the guys on this roster. And I, I think I know you want to win every game. That's not going to happen. Maybe unless you're, you know, Ken Benson and Quinn Buckner and Indiana every once in a while. But, man, uh, heck of a year, Tom. Uh, well, keep working hard. What I told you, Bill, early was it's not my most talented team, but it was a very connected team. And I think early yes. on, I mean, you know, uh, you know, it doesn't look like, you know, you, you, we were right there with everybody else in the league. I mean, everybody was 11 and 7. We would have been 12 if we would have played Minnesota, I think, at the time. But we didn't get to play that game. So we only played 19. And we lost a couple games early when we had both Jaden and Malik out that I think we could have won. And, and uh, But I like the team. And uh, it just goes to show that uh, talent doesn't always win. It's togetherness that wins. And and I think, uh, you know, as I told our guys today when we got here a couple hours ago, you know, you got to watch the rest of this tournament now because it'll show you how close you were to getting to where you want to get. And if you're going to make a commitment to do that next year, then we see what happens. And that's the way I look at it. So I appreciate being well, on you, and you, Yeah. You know, one final thought, Tom. You, you can look that you were with the ball a shot away from beating both Gonzaga and K-State, two teams that yeah. are in yeah. the Elite Eight this year with a team with, with a team that you said uh, wasn't uh, as talented as, as you've had, but they were connected. So, Tom, man, uh, congrats on another year, and we'll talk soon. Okay, my man? Thanks, brother. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, Tom Izzo, head basketball coach at Michigan State, talking about the loss last night.